0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. We are not reading from the Shrimad (laughs) Bhagavatam. We are reading from. What are we reading from? Shri Krishna Lila Stava. Shri Krishna Lila Stava of, written by. Yes, Sanatanga Swami, in which he is uh, offering 108 obeisances to Krishna by addressing him uh, in such a way as to describe his, his pastimes. He's addressing him, meaning he's using almost always the grammatical vocative case. Yacchamubi poposku, vocative. Vovac. Vovac. Okay. And today we have... Text number three, which goes like this: Ta da! Okay, Jaya Krishna Para Brahman. Jaya Krishna Para Brahman. Jaya Krishna Para Brahman. Jaya Krishna Jagad tat para Jagannaya Jagad tat para Jagannaya Jagad tat para Jagannaya Advaita sachitananda Advaita sachitananda Advaita sachitananda Advaita sachitananda Swa Prakashak, he lashraya. Swa Prakashak, he lashraya. Swa Prakashak, Swa Prakashak, he jaya krishna para brahma jaya krishna para brahma advaita satchit ananda advaita satchit ananda, ananda. sva prakasha Jaya Krishna Para Brahman Jaya, Jaya Krishna Para Jagat tatva jagan maya Jagat jagan maya Advaita Satchitananda, Advaita Satchitananda, satchit <laughs> svaprakasha Jaya Krishna para Brahman Jaya Krishna para Brahman Jagatatva Jaganmaya Jagatatva Jaganmaya <coughs> Advaita <coughs> Satchitananda
1: Advaita
0: Satchitananda Svaprakasha Kilashraya Svaprakasha Kilashraya yeah. Um, pronunciation it's not ashraya it's ashraya Ash- 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 ashraya because it's short the last two as uh, are short yeah okay so what does it mean oops <laughs> uh the first word, Jaya. All good luck. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it became a little blurry because you were no gotcha. no not now. Now it's good before it was. Done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now now I'm liberated. Okay, what means Our Glories to Oh glories. Oh, <laughs> yes. To somebody. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, Gopi Paranadana Prabhu translates it as all glories. Um, Actually, the word comes from, if I remember correctly, comes from the verbal root ji, which means to conquer, um, to prevail, to win. Um and so um, i I may be wrong here, but I think it's a second person imperative second person imperative um, so we we know there's a famous imperative in. Uh, Bhagavad Gita, 1866, which goes, Sarva-dharman-parityaja-vraja. Vraja Vraja is a second person singular imperative. You go. It's a command... But jaya is something like, you be victorious. But it's the imperative can be used in a polite sense, like an invitation. So, may you be victorious. I think that's the way it's understood. Then, it could also be a name of Krishna. Jaya, Vijaya. Jaya is, of course, Krishna's uh, guard, um, but um, yeah, can be a name of I think it's one of the thousand names of Vishnu. If it's not, it should be. And next is Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Right? And it's um, in what grammatical form? Mm. We don't watch <laughs> What is the word? Invocative? Yeah. Invocative. Oh, Krishna. Right? Parabrahman. Uh, is in what uh, grammatical form? Should be also. Should be, shouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> if it's not, it should be. <laughs> That's actually one of the uh, one of the elements of translation is. Um, one makes assumptions, what should it be, what, what is most probable, considering the context. So you're actually, you're kind of working in two directions when you're translating. You're aware of some context and you're looking at the word or the sentence and seeing how, how it all might fit I remember once I was asking Sri uh, Raj what a certain word means, Sanskrit word, and he said, "Go get the dictionary." <laughs> <clears throat> so I had to go all the way. This was in Mayapur, and he was <clears throat> he was in the uh, the conch building. And uh, the, the Sanskrit English Dictionary was at the Gurukul, you know, in, in the library 300 meters away. So he said, get the dictionary. So I went back. And I, it's this big, heavy book. I brought it. I said, OK, look it up. So I looked it up. And he said, um, Choose a meaning, because there'll, there'll be so many meanings. He said, Choose one. <laughs> <laughs> choose one that fits, that works. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Parabrahman. So it's probably uh, vocative. And uh, you remember the. Name we had yesterday in verse number two that included the word Brahman? Brahm. Hmm? Bra- Brahma Brahman. Brahma Brahman. Yes, Brahma Brahman. Uh, so this is Parabrahman. Brahman means. What does Brahma mean? (laughs) Kind of supreme or? Okay. Yeah. You could say all the Upanishads are about uh, understanding what is Brahma. (laughs) That's their whole subject. What does this word mean, Brahma? Hmm. Um, It comes from a verbal root, brh. Uh, which means something like to expand. And, uh, okay, So, but it's being, uh, you can say, specified by para. Uh, it's being made more specific. What sort of Brahman? Para-Brahman. So what means para? Supreme. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can mean supreme yeah. or superior. Can also mean other. Um, Gopi Puranadana Prabhu has an interesting uh, option here. The name Parabrahma can be under- understood to mean, quote, the Brahman, or creator, of the paras, the superior demigods, who are worshipped by all living beings. Or, it can be understood to mean that Krishna is endowed with all supreme qualities, parama-brihatva-yukta, This understanding is supported by statements from Shruti such as Mahato Mahiyan, he is greater than the greatest, Kata Upanishad, and statements from Srimad Bhagavatam such as Gudham Parang Brahma Lingam, Krishna is the Supreme Brahman disguised in the form of a human being. Seven, seven, ten, forty-eight. Hmm. Okay. So yes, Brahman, uh, the creator of the paras. the superior demigods. Okay. What's next? Jagatatva. Again, the grammatical form should be, should be indeed, yes. Uh, but maybe before that, why was uh, how come it's parabrahman and not parabrahma if uh, all the vocatives end in short a? How come parabrahman? Scream. Off. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Because it's this connection with Para, so... Mm, no, it's not related to that. Uh, the word Brahman itself... Is in a class of nouns, which end in their uninflected form <laughs> with short a and brahman. What were two other examples we had yesterday? Brahman, Brahman. Was that. Brahman. Yeah, that was an example. But there were two other words I gave as example. Oh, okay. One was Karman, and another was Preman. And one more, which was in the verse yesterday. Do you remember what that was? It uh, started with an A. Yes, Atman. Okay, so Parabrahman, but Jagat Tatva. Um, ending with short A like many of these vocatives. And it's a compound. What was the Sanskrit word for compound? So, Samasa. Samasa, yes, very good. Okay, this is, a, this is a simple samasa because it has two words, two elements. They get complicated when they have uh, three or more elements, three or more words. And in the Bhagavatam, um, there are many such like that especially in the prose sections, such as descriptions of the universe, Um, some with, you know, ten ten words in one compound, one samasa. Then it gets complicated. (laughs) Um, But we also have, let's see... um, Sam Saradava Loka Tranaya, that's one samasa. Sam Saradava Loka Tranaya, unto the one who delivers Tranaya, um, the, the lokas, the the worlds, from the. Um, Lida, the the pain, uh, torture of the anala of the fire, uh, samsara dhava anala of the forest fire of samsara. <laughs> so, but we have a simple one here, jaga tatva, and tatva means. True. True. True, philosophy. This. <laughs> uh, this. <laughs> this. Tat can mean this, but mm. tatva. Mm. Sometimes it's also source. Or source, like something can source. Mm. No. no? I I know in Polish, tosch <laughs> Tošć. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, know how to tell you. Tošć. <laughs> Tat means to and Tatva means essence of to. Oh. <laughs> essence of Tat. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, literally, it's an abs- it's not an essence. It's more like um, an abstraction of tut So it's that mess. Mm. Oh, exactly. So that's toast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> I <I've> never heard <laughs> no. <that> word. <laughs> now you can. Yeah, because but maybe it's new words in Polish. Words in Polish. <laughs> <laughs> now we're creating new, new, new words in Polish. Okay. So literally, you could say "tutfa" means "thatness." It uh, and f- out of that, you get the sense of it meaning um, it can mean category uh, or. Yeah, principle or category. And Jagat? What is Jagat? Universe. Universe. Um, Yeah, Jagat is uh, that which is in flux. From gum to go. It's always going, it's always in flux. Um, so, Jagatatva, what could Jagatatva be? <coughs> Darkness of Universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Let's see what uh, Gopi Puranda Prabhu has. He says, Krishna is jagat tattva, the substantial reality, tattva, upon which the existence of all created universes rests. Hmm. So that's... Um, So he's translating tattva as substantial reality. Substantial reality. Jagat tattva. Okay. And then we have jaganmaya. Uh, Obviously it's invocative. And what means Maya? Not Maya, but Maya. My. Hmm? My. My, as in mine, My. belonging to me. Uh, not really. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> sounds good. <laughs> Um, what would be an example, another one? Uh, Kripa Maya. What means Kripa Maya? Kripa means mercy. Mm-hmm. Any ideas? Any wild guesses? <laughs> As wild as you like. Chaitanya <laughs> has lots of ideas. Not exactly. <laughs> no. So Maya has the sense of um, consisting of, or full of, or pervaded by or pervade, pervading, consisting of. So, Kripa Moi would mean or constituted of Kripa. What is... So, someone who is Kripa moi is full of Kripa. It's, that's their very existence, their very nature, mm-hmm. Kripa moi. So... So, Sanatana Goswami is addressing Krishna as Jaganmaya. So, he's addressing Krishna, so how might one translate that? Oh you who what is Krishna's relation with the universe if he's Chagan Maya? He possessed? How about, oh you who pervade the universe? Mm. Pervade, pervade, you know the word? Just like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> to pervade. Mm. He's mm-hmm. he's through and through and through the universe. Pshani he's okay. everywhere. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Przepinać. Okay. Right. So jagan, uh, jagat jagat tadva Jagan maya advaita advaita means. Non dual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's addressing Krishna. Oh Advaita. No, not Advaita Charya, But <laughs> well, maybe Advaita Charya. Um Okay. He's, he's translating here as, oh, one without a second. So that would be another interesting way of saying. Could also say, oh, non, oh, non-dual, oh, non-duality, I guess you could say. uh uh-huh. Adanti totva vedas tatam yajdanam advayam. That non dual reality. <clears throat> and then such ananda that's easy. Oh, you who are. Eternal, full of knowledge, knowledge and full of bliss. Okay. He translates, O embodiment of eternal knowledge and bliss. Yeah. Okay. Um, What kind of samasa... Is this? I mentioned a certain kind of samasa yesterday, with regard to uh, one of the samasas, namely madura ananda. Do you remember what that was? I wouldn't remember, but I have a note so I like... It's a cheat. it was done. No. Oh. mm <laughs> There was another one. It started with a D. <laughs> no. It's a Dvandva compound. Dvanva is uh, simply giving a series. In this case, a series of three, whereas yesterday we had a series of two, Madhura and Ananda. Here we have Sat and chit and Ananda And so it's just saying south and chid and ananda and notice it's such chid ananda Why is it SA why is it C instead of T um. pronunciation yeah pronunciation and what what are the what are the collection of rules called uh, for determining which letter ends a word when it's coming before another word. <laughs> Starts with an S <laughs> what? Sandhi. Sandhi, yes. Sandhi. S-A-N-D-H-I. Sandhi. Sandhi rules. Where else do we know the word Sandhi? From what what else is it related with? Sandhya? Sandhya, Sandhya Arati. <laughs> the the, the Arti which comes at the time of a Sandhi. So what is a Sandhi in terms of time? We have changing. Yeah, it's a it's a transition. Transition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. how many Sundays do we have each day? Three. Yeah, so we chant Gayatri during the Sunday. That's supposed to be the time. And there are also yuga sandhis, right? Transitions from one yuga to another. Um, and uh, and there are grammatical sandhis. So this is a grammatical or a linguistic sandhi, because it's easier to say satchit than it is to say satchit. And the whole idea is to make it e- easy to pronounce. Such, and uh, why is it chit? In, uh, why is it chid instead of chit? The same. Same reason. <laughs> it's easier to say chid Ananda than to say chit Ananda. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay, then we have svaprakasha akilashraya, and um, this could be taken as one compound, one samasa, or it could be taken as two samasas, svaprakasha and akilashraya. Um, he takes it, let's see. He takes it as w- one. Um, so we start at the end. What means Ash, Ashraya? Shelter? Yeah, shelter. And, uh, and Akila? Akhila Akhila (laughs) Mananda. No ideas. Something other, something not not kila, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and a kila is what is a kila? A kila is, in my understanding, it means something like a fragment, mm-hmm. uh, something, something extra, and something. Something small and something kind of insignificant is akila. I think it can also be used as a as an exclamation. Hmm. Have to look it up. A kila can mean everything. <laughs> everything or all. Uh, and so, Gopi Puranadana translates as shelter of all. <coughs> shelter of all, shelter of everything, everyone. And then, Svaprakasha. Prakasha means what is manifest? Uh, yes, it can mean something. Uh, could be a noun. Yes, prakasha. Something manifest. Um, it also has a. It's also related somehow to light, effulgence. And so, svaprakasha. What's that? What's that? Sva? Everything. Hmm? Everything. No. no? That would be sarva. Awesome. Self. Self, yeah. Yes. Self. So, so self manifest or self effulgent. Uh-huh. So um, So if we put that all together, what do we have? Svaprakasha akilashraya. You, who are the shelter of? All. All. And what do we do with Svaprakasha in that case? Well, it's a little tricky what Gopi Paranadana does. He says, you are the self-effulgent shelter of all. Um, I guess that's permissible, although he's kind of... Yeah, okay, we can do like that. So he is the self-effulgent all-shelter. We could say like that, and then it works. Um, because the, to keep the the order, the sequence of the elements of the uh, samasa, the self-effulgent everything shelter. Yeah, all of these could be taken in different ways, but that's basically it. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, about this, he says, um, Krishna is visible by his own power alone. Yeah, Prakasha has a sense of visibility manifest, therefore related to effulgence. Krishna is visible by his own power alone, with no need of support from any other luminous source. tasya bhasa sarva midam By his light, this whole creation is illuminated. Katu he is the shelter and the foundation of everyone and everything in this world from the first Purusha incarnation to the inert elements of matter. Jaya Krishna Parabrahman Jagat Tatva Jaganmaya Advaita, satcita, ananda, Svaprakasha kila shreya. Um, I think one could also take it as two separate samasas and therefore two different names. Svaprakasha. oh you who are self effulgent and akila asraya oh you who are the shelter of all so it's it's one of the ambiguities of Sanskrit when um, in this case there's a, a what would could be called an internal sandhi prakashakila so whenever you have a sh- There's four options um, with vowels of short and long. You can have two shorts, in which case when you combine, it becomes one long. You can have two longs, and when you combine, they become one long. You can have a short and a long, or a long and a short, in which case when you combine, they make a long. Now, if you think about this, when you want to uh, analyze to take them apart, then you have to start guessing. Is this a short, you know, a short vowel or or a long vowel uh, that's ending the previous word and beginning the new word? And uh, this can cause lots of confusion and also debate, and also can make for many different meanings. Uh, But in this case, the prakasha, it's not going to be prakasha. Why would it be prakasha? There's no feminine prakasha, um, which is what it would be. So it must be prakasha, okay? Then, um, and it wouldn't be akila or would it? If it if it was akila then it would mean something like akila is a kind of emphasis. So it would be really insignificant kila in fragment kila, something really insignificant I'm guessing it would mean something like that so it's probably not going to mean that why? because it's all about glorifying Krishna and we wouldn't say oh lord you are so gloriously insignificant yeah Unless we find some way to make that also glorious, <laughs> which we could do. Jai Srila Sanatan Goswami ki Jai Shri Krishna Stala ki Jai Shri Prabhu ki Jai Anantakoti Vaishnavi ki Jai Kaur Pranamante.